The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Still to come as we take a look in a little bit more of a deep dive to dive today, not a deep dive. Sometimes it might feel like a deep dive when it's election coverage, but no, deep dive. Uh, Alberta matters uh, on this show's life after politics. Coming up after 2.30, going to be dialing up Deb Gray. Um, and of course, you know, a bit of a legend when it comes to her, what, 15 and a half years in, in politics, what, uh, what she achieved, what she saw. So we'll talk to her. I'm interested to pick her brains uh, coming up after the 2.30, right now, uh, 2.30 news. But right now, Fletcher Kent, Global Edmonton reporter, uh, joining me, one of the senior reporters over there. My gosh, I think you've been there. What, 20 years now? 18 years? Getting close. Getting close. I think 17 now, yeah. Yeah, because we started over there pretty much at the same time, Fletch. Um, So you've been taking a look at at some things. You've been looking at uh, some of the different writings. We look at... Uh, you know, Amarjeet Sohi in Mill Woods, what only won by, what, 92 yeah, votes, 92 votes yeah. last go around. Um, you know, Randy Boissonneau in Edmonton Centre won by 1,000 votes. But we know, you know, th- the two of us have both seen it. We've both covered, you know, Lori Hahn winning. We've, we've covered Anne McClellan being in there as well. It can flip back and forth. Oh, and they do. And they do, absolutely. I mean, we see some of these broader numbers, the stuff from uh, that you're seeing from Ipsos, where they say there's this 36-point lead right now. We've mm-hmm. seen some other polls in the past saying that showing similar kinds of gaps. But you got to remember, that covers the entire province. There's pockets yeah. down in the south, uh, Cardson, Tabor, Warner, mm-hmm. those, sorts of, those sorts of areas where the Conservatives uh, are, are going to win mm-hmm. by 50%, 60%, somewhere in there. I'm just making up those numbers, but a lot more. So... There are these pockets of the more progressive voters, and we are seeing that in Edmonton Millwoods, where there's not only the progressive voters, but a very popular guy that's been there for ages mm-hmm. in Amarjeet Soe. Randy Boissonneau, like you said, it's been Anne McClellan's uh, stomping grounds for years, sort of the one of the only two liberal bastions mm-hmm. under, the, uh, under the Jean Chrétien government as well, right? So we see these pockets, and it's going to be very interesting what happens in, all, in, in, in each one of these ridings this election. Although it is, from what, you're, what I'm hearing from a few of the experts, <laughs> it, even they are going to have a bit of a trouble this time around. As so uh, we'll get into that in a second. Mm. I'm, I'm interested to see what's going to happen in Strathcona. Yeah. Uh, Linda Duck- Duncan has been there for a long time. I mean, in a, it's been an NDP uh, riding uh, there for for quite some time. She's uh, saying, I'm not running this time. Three brand new candidates in there. Uh, you know, if you're looking, you know, it's more of a progressive riding. What are you hearing about that one? Well, I mean, it's most of what I'm hearing is mostly anecdotal, yeah. uh, and you know, you're hearing it from the party supporters who uh, <laughs> everybody says they're going to win for yeah. sure, right? But I mean, you see a really strong candidate. I think the NDP see this as their only hope in Alberta, so they want to put forward a strong candidate that can be able uh, that, uh, that can be able to sort of carry that flag here in Alberta. And everything that I've heard from her so far, she's certainly seems competent, and she's uh, she's talking all, she's she's sounding like a good strong politician. That said, uh, the liberal uh, the liberal candidate there as well. I think it's her second time running. She mm. ran the last time around, and if you look at some of those numbers from the last time around, both Linda Duncan's and uh, the Conservative candidate last time around, their share of the vote dropped, mm-hmm. and only the Liberals saw a gain in, in there as well. I think they picked up, I can't remember, don't quote me on this, but 10-15% of the vote, and more than what they had. It still wasn't near enough to be able to knock off Duncan, but had a bit of momentum. So, be curious to see 
what the voters, the, what the progressive voters in that riding choose to do. Are they a lot of it may f- fit in with the national campaign? Do I feel? Do I support what's happening with uh, Jagmeet Singh? Do I see them, I reflect myself more in the liberal values? Be interesting to see where they put themselves, but uh, could determine that. You know what, sure. Fletcher? Someone texted it and said, you know, the debates are coming up mm-hmm. because I had mentioned that uh, Daryl Bricker had said, you know, no one really has any momentum, uh, you know, in in, yeah. in their opinion so far in this election. Remember the last election, Trudeau went into it polling at what in third place. Uh, it was a longer election campaign, if I remember correctly. It was about six hundred, no, sixty days. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was it was sixty days, and we saw that kind of move up. And I think everyone is looking for someone to gain some of that momentum. And and I think a lot of folks hope um, that maybe the debates might do that. We we can see uh, the parties taking on Trudeau. We can see Trudeau having to answer some questions. Maybe we get to see and hear some more from Andrew Scheer uh, as well. What do you think um, about that comment, that that might be something that could, could sway some things? Maybe that's just what we're waiting for. I, I'm hoping so, because, I mean, just for me watching it all, <laughs> I, I've, it's that same sort of feeling. And maybe this is a bit of a longer campaign as well. We're five weeks in here. Mm. I mean, a lot of... At least the provincial campaigns, you see them as being for. And the fact that we knew this was coming, mm-hmm. this was no surprise, right? It's not like there was a firing gun and yeah. everybody started running. They've been running for a while now anyway, so maybe everybody's just waiting for that. I was out driving around today just looking for a place to do an on-camera piece, uh, and it was like, oh, let's go find a couple of lawn signs, just do it next to that. It was hard to find. That's yeah. never usually the case this early on. I mean, you can find them in some places, but going through one neighborhood, I didn't want to have the public ones, but on the front lawns, they just weren't around as much as I thought. So I don't know if there's just this excitement that there might have been in some of the other ones. That that's just is, my own note. That's just what I noticed, but I don't know. That's really interesting, Fletcher. Now that I think of it, I have seen very, very few mm-hmm. election signs. Yeah, some... Uh, There's lots of time to come. There. I'm sure they'll come. Yeah, but, they're, yeah. they're going to show up sooner or later. Okay, so I wanted to get to this before we run out of time. So let's take a look at a couple of things here. If the Liberals form government again, mm-hmm. um, and we're seeing the polling numbers here throughout the West, through the through the prairies, very, very limited, if any, liberal support. What does that look like in Ottawa if Alberta has no representation yeah, that's pre- in, in, the, in, a, in a liberal government? Yeah, and that's, and that's pretty interesting. I mean, through some of these the stories that I've been working on recently, we, you know, I spoke with uh, Farron Ellis. He's a uh, professor down at uh, Lethbridge College, mm-hmm. teaches a bunch of polling. And uh, one of the things that he said is, yes, he gets his kids to go out and start asking questions. Uh, and by do, his the polling. kids, he means students. Students, yes, not his kids. Very good point. <laughs> Get his students uh, out to go do some polling, get some uh, on the election. Mm-hmm. They haven't completed the stuff this time around, but he goes, uh, he's seen the other polls as well, and he says, you know, we're doing a scientific poll, but I don't think I need science in this election mm-hmm. to say that the Liberals are going to be in tough. His point was that he wouldn't be surprised if there was that blue wave. The question is, what is that going to mean for Alberta voters? We are seeing those numbers where the Liberals could very well form another government, there's talk of minorities, so there's theoretically, and he and uh, Farinell talked about this as well, a possibility that we could have a liberal minority government with either a uh, uh, propped up by either an NDP or the Green Party. And what does that mean uh, exactly for if, pipeline? The pipeline still isn't completed yet, uh, so you've got all of those issues that still have to be sorted out, and then you wouldn't have an Alberta MP theoretically around the cabinet table. And a fascinating kind of scenario, and how uh, politically speaking, how mm-hmm. a prime minister would handle this. 
it has interestingly uh, happened before in the past. Mm. Uh, Justin Trudeau's father, actually, oh. Pierre, <laughs> he had to deal with this back in 1980. This is just after the national energy policy. Yeah. He didn't actually have a liberal MP west of Manitoba. There was not one in any one of the provinces there. So he ended up uh, introdu- asking some Western senators to join cabinet to try to get that regional uh, yeah. representation. The year before that, uh, under uh, Joe Clark, he had to do the same thing, but with the Quebec uh, Quebec senators, because he didn't have them. So, yeah, we are seeing a fair bit of these sort of regional disparities mm-hmm. in this election, mm-hmm. especially in some of these uh, polling results that we saw today. But it certainly isn't unheard of. Interestingly, the last time we saw it big time like this, that was back in another en- energy issue as well. Again. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, so what, uh, 35 more days? 35, yep. 34 like anyway. more Lots. days. Today's like day six, but uh, so we still have uh, a ways to go, and we'll just keep keep uh, keep our eye on it. And I know you've been keeping your finger on the pulse of it all. Fletcher, I, I appreciate you coming in today and uh, kind of looking into this with me. Look forward to seeing more of your work coming up tonight on Global at 5 and 6 and, of course, right through this entire campaign.